0: shelf in the store but there must be more to the story and if you heard it before you might find this next part boring behind every jar is a bee this divorce
1: What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Awkward Throw Clear with Aaron Chalupa? My name's Anthony, recording live and direct in the Billy Shears podcast studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. That is Brendan Dixon, the Honey Cowboy, and the song's called Where Does Your Honey Come From? Today on the Awkward Throw Clear is Brendan Dixon, friend and artist and honey cowboy to the Aaron Chalupa. This podcast was recorded a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, it's my fault you haven't heard it earlier. Uh, life's been kind of crazy, and uh, Aaron Chalupa's been sending me all this content, and I just haven't had a time to go through it. So here it is the first of many. This is Brendan Dixon, the Honey Cowboy, Aaron Chalupa, the, the Cabralupa. No, that's not right. The, the, the Cabralucha? Ah, oh, fuck. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sure you'll cry. <laughs> God damn. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Okay guys, I'm so sorry. Here it is. Episode seven of the Aqua Throw Clear. Aaron Chalupa, Brendan Dixon, sitting down, talking about that sweet, sweet gold. It comes from the
0: bees, it comes from me, it comes from the flowers, it comes from the trees, it comes from the places. Only the bees can see Where does your honey come
2: Welcome to The the Awkward Throat Clear. Now, here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. How's it going there, Not After 30 podcast listeners? This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, uh, here for another episode of The Awkward Throat Clear. I forgot to tell you that my podcast name is The Awkward Throat Clear because, you know, when you're recording things, you have those like, <clears throat> things. So, uh, I'm, I'm talking to my guest here, Brendan Dixon. Uh, Brendan, say hi to everybody.
3: Hello there. Awkward <clears> throat.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what pretty much all the guests do. I don't even tell them to do that. Uh, we're sitting on uh, Brendan's uh, farm, well, his family farm here, quarter section in oh, well on, on Roma Drive between Grimshaw and Peace River. Uh, you know, it's beautiful country here. You know. Like surrounded yeah, by too bad. Surrounded yeah. by what do you what do you have here mostly clover uh for the, for the bees
3: yeah lots of clover and
2: yeah I like. nice so brendan and i we went to high school together he was a grade below me and his brother was a grade above me so i got to know a lot of the dixons and they are also uh my key supplier for honey that i put on my toast and bagels and of course i brew in my mead and that's actually what we're drinking right now some sunken ship meadery uh mead Strawberry blueberry with a bit of cinnamon, and it's very very sweet probably a good dessert one So too bad you didn't have it. It's also Brendan's birthday today, so he could have had it for his birthday dessert. Well, it's working out well. It's, mm. it's quite delicious It goes down rather easy um, I'm actually hoping to brew a few more batches. So that's why I've been bugging you about all that honey, and I think I have about three of the big pails and then one right. of the kind of the medium big ones so yeah, we'll probably we'll probably drain you when I come back up here and just empty all the tanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that'll, that'll be great. That'll uh, so, Brendan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, like uh, how long you've been farming here for, and how long you've been in the area.
3: Uh, well, I, I grew up here. I've been here my whole life, pretty well. Just about half a mile that way. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: he's pointing. Uh, he's pointing south. <laughs> yeah,
3: and. But I've been uh, beekeeping ever since I finished high school pretty well. It's been, it's been my chosen career since about then. Mm-hmm. And so I've been doing that pretty steady. Different jobs in the wintertime. But, yep. But mostly, yeah. And so it's been eight years or so I've been keeping bees full time.
2: And your parents have been doing this for quite some time?
3: Yeah, my father, uh, I don't know, about 30 years Okay. Business and him and a, a partner they started the company in eighty eight.
2: Okay. So, okay, for quite so quite yeah. a while, like as long as you know you've been around.
3: Yeah, longer than that. Yeah,
2: I've longer than that, because 'cause yeah. I'm eighty nine and I'm a bit older than you, yeah. So yeah. actually we're pretty much around when Andrew came around. Yeah. Yeah. About that time. Yeah, yeah. right on. Right yeah. on. And you recently married?
3: Yeah. I think uh April fifteenth it was. Love of your life. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's pretty nice.
2: Next next yeah. to your music and uh the honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. Right on. How, how's married life been so far?
3: Well, it's real good.
2: L- l- I'm treading the water slowly. I'm just I've, getting a feel for it. Well,
3: I've lost 10 pounds
2: since I've been married. Whoa, that's the opposite of what you're supposed yeah. to be
3: doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> I don't think... Maybe I don't eat so many desserts as I used to when oh, I was okay. going to my... Mom's house for supper.
2: There you go. Here I thought she uh, the 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 new wife. What's your wife's name, by the way? Oh, Heather. Heather. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, here, here I thought I was thinking maybe she's cutting your diet down. You know, like all right, married him up, and all right now you gotta watch what you're eating, there, buddy boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I can still eat lots for supper, but there's no dessert, so I that's think it good. Makes a big difference. And she's from Peace River, right? Eh? Yeah, she grew up here. Right on. Yeah. 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 So you guys know each other for quite a while, and then you kind of just like reconnected, or no, we didn't really know each other
3: when she lived here. And then after she finished high school, she moved off to Edmonton. Okay. And we met there. Because you lived in
2: Edmonton for a while as well. Yeah, I would go there in the winter times. So mm-hmm.
3: Kind of goof around.
2: <laughs> well, that's where all, yeah. all the boys were, right? Yeah. You yeah know, Fed true. and uh, Dane and all those guys. Yeah, and she sort of became friends with them.
3: So that's how I.
2: There you ran go. into her, I guess. And how does she yeah. like the how does she like the farm lifestyle so far?
3: uh she seems to be enjoying it. That's yeah, good. I think, as far as I can.
2: <laughs> <laughs> with farming you have always heard it's like uh they really, really test the marriage out you know i'm not trying to you know put all these stresses on you at all but there's always those jokes right so yeah 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 I, uh, there's a couple i know um up north and they're actually funny enough they're actually uh starting their own little hobby bee farm oh yeah, they got nice. 800,000 bees just recently nice yeah. so yeah they're pretty stoked about that really excited um they worked in the government of alberta with me uh one was a fire investigator and then she was um in charge of the dispatchers with the radio, and they also had like I think a hundred head of cattle at home. Oh yeah. So working government hours and then going home and then working farmer hours. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it was really tough, especially when calving season comes up and all yeah, that. Yeah, kind of... that would be tough. So it can be very, uh, very testing on uh, relationships and yeah. job and life and everything too. And now they're now they got they they sold a bunch of their cattle years ago, and then um, now the uh, the wife there she just retired from forestry. They're still quite young. And they now they're traveling like last couple of years. They oh, yeah. he, he's he's already dreaming of retirement too, and he's only like I think he's like forty six now. Oh. So it's <laughs> just like yeah, I can't wait for to retirement. Like, yeah, you're still young. Yeah, you, know, that, you gotta keep gotta keep happy. You know, yeah. keep the gotta, gotta, gotta keep the marriage uh, very very happy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right on. Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna pick up my question booklet here. Uh, so what makes up your life? Like, what's your regular routine day say in um the summer months like you wake up you have your breakfast you go um what, what kind of tasks do you have with the with the honey farming um well it
3: depends a lot on the time of the year generally we try to work pretty pretty well eight to five monday to friday kind of mm-hmm. try to keep it on keep it at that so we can still live our lives Yeah, yeah. the rest of the time.
2: The bees probably wake up around 8 o'clock, too, right? Yeah, and then <laughs>
3: around 4.30, they start slacking off.
2: You know? Yeah, exactly. So you're like, all right, <laughs> the bees are done. We're yeah. done, too. Yeah. Blow well, the whistle. Well, not quite, but... Yeah, it depends a lot on the
3: time of year. Uh, summertime, summer months, when we're bringing in the honey, the hours get a little bit longer, but... Mm-hmm. because there's so much work to do, but... Yeah, we go out and take care of the bees, make sure they're all healthy. And depending what we're doing, we got to raise new new queens for the for the upcoming year. Or yeah. and then when we're bringing in honey, you go tip off the boxes, go back and pick them up the next mm-hmm. day. And,
2: and you, yeah. you you have to leave a bit of honey for the bees to eat, right? Yeah, because they sure. do eat the honey, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay.
3: Yeah, they need the honey to live off. So yeah, we just try to take just only the excess. There you go. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> they're they're producing so much. I, I, I'm I'm I know a little bit about the industry just because um, you know Nathan's dad and then uh, yeah, and then you and then um, some of my friends that are just kind of getting into the honey thing and then what you see on Facebook, of course. But uh, I'm I'm gonna assume that most of our listeners kind of get the magic school bus lesson there oh, the one yeah. time where they turn to bees. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so winter time, you still have bees that are alive, and yeah. they just go. You just kind of hibernate them for the winter. Yeah, we
3: uh, we have a couple of buildings. We just store them inside, and basically, it's an insulated building. We just keep the. We have some exhaust fans. Keep mm-hmm. the air fresh in there. Yep. And they they keep it warm enough themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, basically, they just
2: hang out and wait. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So how much honey would you pull uh, per, per season usually like harv- come harvest time?
3: Uh, well it, it can vary quite a bit from year to year but yeah of course on
2: well it really depends on the crop as well from like the flowers and yeah, uh, what, what what's blooming
3: yeah what forage is available and how much rain there's been and
2: but we try to
3: a good year you get over 200 pounds per hive right on so if that's the goal, anyways. Right on.
2: And is that what uh, an average uh, honey farm would make uh, in, in, in Alberta? They, they, well, I, I would say, let's, let's rephrase that. Because um, you guys are quite large up here. Uh, for for, I, for peace country, northern Alberta standards, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, well, we're probably
3: about average. There's a few guys that are quite a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. But there's lots, lots of guys that are... A lot smaller
2: too. So. Yeah, <clears throat> I always see the sign uh, going going to Valley View, like towards Edmonton. There's Honey Bunny, I believe. Yeah, they're yeah, they're pretty it. big. Yeah, I think. I don't know. He has quite a
3: few, few thousand hives, I think. Okay,
2: like yeah. and and how many hives would you say you have? Uh, about three, I guess. Three hives? Three three thousand. Okay, It's <laughs> 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 like okay, that's a different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right on, right on. Yeah. All right. Just um, busy. The bees. Uh, so, like, how how far do they go? It must be kind of tricky because they must. I like, got. I'm always wondering. They 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 fly pretty far away from the hive itself, or do they stay on your you know quarter sections more so?
3: Uh, well, they sort of have a a radius where they where that they fly within. <clears throat> Basically, they fly too far. They. To gather nectar, they burn all that nectar off, yep. flying. Yeah. So it's it defeats the whole purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So they want to kind of get close. So generally, a
3: mile and a, or a mile and a half mm-hmm. away from the hives, about what they'd go. They'd go two or three miles if they had to, but
2: yeah, but they like to. Are they territorial at all? Like, will they kind of keep away from other hives that they're not familiar with or other bees? Uh not that I, not that I know of. Okay. Really they we well we keep
3: a bunch of them in the yards together, but
2: yeah they
3: they, they don't pick fights with each other okay i was I was just curious if like there was yeah. some kind of
2: like pheromones they'd like drop off or something like that where they kind of have that uh sense where it's like, okay, well, that's an, another neighboring hive or something we won't get in that area
3: yeah not not unless certain bees go directly inside the, the neighboring hive, yes, then they're then, stirring.
2: You're stirring up the hornet's nest. Yeah, kind of thing. That's right. the bees' yeah. nest. Yeah. yeah. As
3: far as I know, anyways.
2: There you on. Um, where where do you see your yourself in the farm in you know in the future here, like say, like the next ten years or so? Uh, well,
3: probably. <clears throat> I'd imagine there'll be a few changes over
2: time. Stuff always. What well, things that you're thinking yeah, about now. changing?
3: Well, just over time, gradually. There's always there's always a better way of doing things. So of course, yeah. No matter what what way you are doing it so I'd like to think that we'd be doing things much more efficiently and mm-hmm. working less and making
2: <laughs> and making more honey. There that, you go. That's what I hope. For yeah. Well, that's years, always so yeah. fun. Yeah. And it's more so it's your dad obviously and his partner and then it's you and your brother that that kind of in in the family because you have you you're one of five, right? Siblings? Yeah. 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 So it's you and Andrew more so, and then your dad and the partner. Uh,
3: well, the partner he's he's retiring now, so okay. It's just me and my brother and my dad. And
2: okay. You no, know, basically. And then yeah. uh, the the helping hands that you guys hire as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get they're they're from all over the place too. Like you guys have a large a lot of Argentinians, I believe, right?
3: Uh, well, there's two Mexicans and Uruguayan and.
2: Filipino. Okay. And they just and they just come for the summer or they yeah. hang around. Okay, yeah. yeah, and you have the staff accommodation for them and everything. Yeah. So do you know uh, quite a bit of Spanish then? Uh not really. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 the swear words, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, well, they taught yeah. me "good morning" the other day, but I forget yeah. what it is.
2: Oh, it's, it's well, Buenos Dias is good day. Uh, yeah.
3: If it was morning, now I could say it, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just in your brain, and kind of yeah. like a little alarm clock that yeah. happens there. It's yeah. like,
3: oh, yeah, yeah, good morning there.
2: Yeah. Perfect. True. Yeah, And it's pretty it's usually a pretty good crew, and you guys get the same guys coming back mostly? Yeah. yeah right definitely. on. And we have a
3: few locals as well, so that's always nice.
2: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, I haven't seen him in years. Uh, Nathan's dad still works here, eh? No. No? No. no. Oh, that's too bad. He's, he's not He's not getting the royal jelly as much. <laughs> oh, no, he is getting a little worn out from the... Neighbor, I think. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. He it's needs he needs to calm down. Job. Slow it down a little bit, yes. Yeah. yeah. You gotta let the young whippersnappers take care That's of right. us. <laughs> um what are some common myths about bees or honey? Like I'm sure you see a lot of it on like you know, this day and age, like social media, and then you just hear people talking, and then there's propaganda about, you know, me you know, not saying that this is an example of the propaganda, but sometimes uh people can just get misinformed that uh the the information they get as we normally do on things like Facebook and stuff. People yeah. don't fact check all the time. Yeah, definitely well the biggest one is people always
3: ask, so are the bees all the bees really dying? hmm But as far as honeybees go, there's really there's really no issue for for honey I would yes. say. They're pretty well looked after and there's well it's People's jobs to keep them alive, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> the if there is a concern, it would be for that for the wild pollinators and yes, the, yes, like there's no one really. Like and not that, just like you know the them. regular
2: bumblebee, but like butterflies <clears throat> as well and yeah, hummingbirds and man, maybe you know there was this crazy big bug I saw one time and it was at my friend's place up north and it must have been oh geez probably about two inch, two and a half inches, three inches yeah. long or so. And it kind of looked like, we call them <laughs> we call them stump fuckers. It's like oh, yeah. it's like a, like a stump stabber or something like that. It looks yeah. like a really mean hornet looking thing. It kind of looked like that, but it had a really long. I'm gonna screw up this name. All these all these insect nerds are gonna get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> but you know how the butterflies have those um, curly nose kind of thing that yeah. help pollinate and yeah. get the nectar. Yeah. It had one of those, and it was super big. It almost looked like one of those, you know, stump stabbers, but. It, it, it was just chill and friendly. It was like a small hummingbird, but an insect. Oh. So I'm not sure if you've ever oh. seen that in your time, but uh, yeah, kind of made me step back a little bit, and like oh, oh, it's just a friendly little thing doing its pollinating yeah. right on. Oh, I don't know. I heard the mosquitoes are pretty big up north. They it? are <laughs> also big. Yeah, they carry so off small a big dogs. Yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't a big mosquito because it was hanging. It was a uh, you know sucking the nectar opposed to oh, sucking yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to uh, diverge from that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like too much, but. but yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, so you're you're saying that the bees are okay, um, in, in the regard yeah. of like honey and <laughs> pollinating and stuff. Yeah, as far as honey bees go, mm-hmm.
3: they're not even. <clears throat> the honey bees we have aren't even native to North America. Where do you get yours so, from? Well, they originated
2: from Europe and. Yep. That side of the world. Yeah, so. yeah, like uh, <clears throat> Europe and Africa and Middle East, I'd imagine. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. Yeah, all over there, so.
3: Yeah, to be
2: uh North America
3: without honeybees, I think, would be all right. Yeah? <laughs> well, okay. But <laughs> well, I
2: don't think that will ever happen, but. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a really fun fact, Uh, you know, ATB, uh, Alberta Treasury Branch, they always have those little fun fact things when you're at the, the ATM or whatever, and I think Alberta's the fourth largest honey producer in the world. Yeah. Or the fifth, and, like, that's just that's, Alberta, not just all Canada, and I'm like, well. I know, I know some Alberta honey yeah. flowers, That's awesome. Yeah, Alberta is a good
3: place to keep bees for sure. That, that with the the season the way it is, <coughs> the bees really get a sense of winter coming on strong. So yeah, they have a real strong sense of urgency to
2: really collect the
3: honey. Uh, so Northern <laughs> Northern Alberta
2: winters are not that uh, that kind, so I'm yeah. sure they're, they 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 know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. So they they make sure they're over
3: prepared and. Works out in our favor.
2: So, when when you get your bees, because I'm sure you know some some die off over the years and everything, uh, you you order some more, and so it comes like say you put an order in because you know like uh, for farming you order seed and stuff, right? right. So is that kind of similar where you have like a jar or a canister or something, and they send like a queen and some bees along with it? Yeah, well, <clears throat> we don't actually do that. We raise all our own. Oh, okay. But, okay. So you see, kind of just like. Um, <clears throat> You yeah, raise them up, and then you crop them off. and
3: Yeah, we, each year we have a batch, we raise a batch of hives that will be the honey producers mm-hmm. for the following year. So, but, yeah, a lot of people do get packages of bees. Mm-hmm. Sort of, ones I've seen, I'm pretty sure just like a long tube yep. full of bees. And okay. There's a queen in there somewhere. That used to be how the whole, whole industry worked. mm mm-hmm. Everybody would get their packages in the spring, raise them in the summer, and get their honey, and then they'd kill them all in the fall. Okay. And do it again.
2: Oh, geez, it kind of so seems like a little uh, yeah, excessive. It's, yeah, it's a little, it's kind of cruel. and Yeah, might as well, might as well keep the same batch, you know, and then try yeah. to keep them going for the next year, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so,
3: yeah, we raise them, keep them over the winter, and then the the cycle, Goes through and your genetics build yeah. up, and they sort of get used to the environment.
2: And, so, would um, you need to um, bring different bees in to kind of keep the fat, like um, the the family the tree forking yeah.
3: instead of yeah, just going sure. the same group? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretty careful not to uh, inbred, get it inbred. Too yes, much yeah, now. yeah. So, we, that's a good thing having neighboring beekeepers will swap. Yeah, and then. Occasionally we'll get in some queens from Hawaii or...
2: Oh, cool.
3: Or there's different pro- projects, uh, research projects. Beaver Lodge has a big bee diagnostic really? center and big research station there. So, Neat, I <clears> did that. So sometimes we'll get some queens from them and
2: right on. try to keep the div- diversity no, going. No, totally. It's, it's actually funny because we do the same thing with uh, brewing. Uh, we'll harvest the yeast. Oh, so yeah. you can only grab these so many times and throw it back into a batch of beer, right? Um, because you know they're their cells, right, and they reproduce and everything. So if you use them too much, then you know it starts getting a little bit funky. Yeah. <laughs> so it's usually when I worked uh, with uh, other breweries, we'd try to go like seven generations and then we'd stop there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like because and something else is really interesting. The yeast will actually take the flavor or the characters of that beer and move it along so you'd usually want to have you know if you're using a, a yeast that's a blonde ale you want to use it with another blonde ale and hey. so on and so forth or if you're using it for a pale ale or something like that because it will absorb some of that flavor or wow. uh, that color too <laughs> so if you try to pull yeast from a stout or a porter with a really dark beer yeah. it'd come out really dark and maybe not so not maybe yeah. not the best one because if you put it this stout yeast into a you know a pale ale or a honey or something like that very light yeah. it's going to Change the flavoring, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really
3: interesting. I never, never thought that you'd need to worry about that diversity. Of oh yeah, the yeast. <laughs> yeah. know
2: brewing is more than just uh, those four main ingredients. It's, yeah. it's kind of funny. Everyone's like, "Oh, it must be the greatest job in the world." It's like, "Oh, it's a lot of fun, but it's really complex." You know, no one yeah. actually thinks that. You just know, get all the questions all the time. It's just like, "Oh, so can I get a a batch of like?" "Oh, so this beer's out." It's like, "Yeah, yeah, the beer's out right now." Oh, we'll be ready tomorrow. It's like, well, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask something else here. Um, yeah, the, the reason I was asking about uh, importing bees and whatnot, uh, m- m- mutual people that we know, the Askinsons that yeah. live up in Manning. Yeah. Uh, I, knew, I knew the son, uh, Evan. Oh, um, yeah. And I was hearing some stories from some of their mutual, uh, Sorry, some of our oh. mutual friends and they would have to go through customs with uh, you yeah. Know, yeah, get the, the government of Canada and everything, and getting the bees, and you know, where would you get these bees, and blah blah blah, and they get kind of a little bit fed up that they almost just want to open, it, like shake up, and open the, yeah. <laughs> and open the container and let them let the, let bees the bees are. do their work. Yeah. Uh, with oh, and then leading up from that, uh, how, how aggressive can the bees be? Like, are they pretty? Like, obviously, years of uh, you working with them, uh, I'm sure you kind of know the. The ins and outs, and what kind of ticks them off, and what doesn't. When they're, yeah, they're for pretty sure. chill. Generally, is uh, there's a,
3: there's a few factors. The weather is the big big one. Really? Yeah. Okay.
2: Because yeah. like if it's hot or dry, or if it's cold, if like it, there can be. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. If it's a nice, real hot day, you can open up a hive, and well, as long as you as long as you're gentle and careful. Yep. They'll they'll be calm and. Yep. But a rainy day, they'll. They'll be flying at you and really trying to get you Oh, they're probably not too happy that they don't eh? like rain or cold or wind oh. they're well they're pretty much tropical insects, so they like that kind of weather so <clears throat> but there's it, it depends a lot on how you manage them too if you're, if you're kind of rough and you have to be smooth and Yeah, be totally no, no, move slow it Takes like... practice and, and smoke is a big thing too. Yeah, because not the smoke. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Okay.
2: Yeah, because sometimes I, oh, you know, um, you know, seeing movies and stuff from back in the day, they also have that. Uh, I don't, like, I don't almost call it like it's not bug dope as in repellent, but it'd be kind of like something that kind of stun them. Right. Yeah, they, they'd spray at them before just to make sure they weren't getting too crazy and kind of like it'd make them a little bit loopy or lethargic, and they wouldn't really want to get so angry at you.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, we just have burlap, burlap smoke and. Yeah, it sort of. <clears throat> well, I think it kind of clogs their senses a bit, mm-hmm. and um, well, they say, and I learned at beekeeping school they that, uh, <clears throat> they think that there's a fire. Okay. So they they start like to prepare to leave. Okay. To go because there's a fire coming. So, so they say they'll start eating the honey and but. Okay. But then they forget once all the smoke's gone, then
2: they carry on. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but, so with, with the smoke, a defense, it's, because they think a the fire's coming, they'll start eating the honey? And what does the honey do to them?
3: Like, well, like when, they, when they're gonna take off and go to a new, like they do this when they're swarming as well. Mm-hmm. They'll just get a belly full of honey and then they'll fly. And when they get to where they're going, they can use that honey to build oh
2: okay okay so it's kind of just like a pick up and leave you know salvage what you can move on and then rebuild yeah that's really cool
3: but when you smoke them that doesn't get that very far into the process okay
2: it
3: it drifts off and they carry on with their lives well
2: you know what I'm gonna use that fun fact for my firefighting buddies so it's like oh if you ever see a beehive this is what they did oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Right on. That, no, that's really neat. Yeah, I've always found, like, uh, bees and uh, ants, like, the whole colony mentality. Yeah. They are super interesting, you know, like, what they do and, like, how they're able to communicate and stuff. Yeah, a lot of it is pheromones, too. And when
3: you do open a hive or you you make the bees mad, you can you can sometimes you can smell the pheromone that they give off. Oh, really? It kind of almost smells like bananas. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like, if you get stung and... Near your, near your nose, You're, you, you can smell bananas sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. can, and then the smoke covers up that alarm pheromone too. Yeah, 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 Bees pretty well run off
2: pheromones. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Fair enough. Yeah. So, how, <laughs> this is going to be a fun little question. How many times have you been stung in a day, like on average? Like, some days obviously more than others. Yeah, it depends a lot on <clears throat> how... How many holes I have in my gloves and my veil. (laughs) Yeah, because obviously the protection's not, you know, complete. Uh, Brendan's also a goalie. Uh, You know, he plays hockey every now and then, so I'm I'm sure it's like that. You know, every now and then the puck gets you in a spot that you just thought was protected, but it's not really, eh? Yeah, that's right. they they really want to
3: sting you, they'll get you, yeah. Yeah, it's like they
2: know, they know. yeah. Oh, man, there's this nasty, um, uh, my brother, Kevin, he just moved to Vail Mount um, about two years ago or so. uh, Yeah, about two, maybe three. No, two years ago. And we were going walking around his property and there's this big hornet's nest that I was like, oh, I'll just take this little path. Didn't see it, right near a log. And me and the and the dog just got stung a few times. I think I got three stings. Um, oh, yeah. oh man, I was not happy. <laughs> and, my bro- and my brother Mike's there with his kid and I'm swearing. And he's like, Aaron, watch your language. And I was like, well, frick, like you try getting yeah. stung and trying to stay PG. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it's
3: hard to keep your composure when you get stung.
2: So what do you do? Like do you just walk away for a little bit and just like cool, like, calm down, and just go back to it.
3: Well, the worst is when somebody's talking to you and you're trying to talk back, and you get stung at that same,
2: same <laughs> moment, and
3: you just sort of pretend it's not happening. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> it's like somebody's stepping on your toes. Yeah, <laughs> but then it's it's pretty distracting, really. So and like. I, I, you know, with my time with forestry and being stung a few times, uh, I've always heard that, you know, taking a credit card to take the stinger away. Cause the, the does the stinger stay in you and uh, with bees as well?
3: Yeah. Most of the time it does.
2: Yeah. yeah and, and another, another tale I, I hear too is, uh, uh, bees, you know, they got the one sting or the two stings and they're done. Uh, just one, just one. Yeah. yeah. And do they die after that or they just... yeah, yeah. Eventually they will. That's cause... so strange.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll stick in you. The honeybees have a barb on their stinger. Yep. Wasps, wasps don't. Or most, a lot of other things that sting don't. That's okay. why they can sting you multiple times. Interesting, yeah. But the honeybee has a barb on it, so it, it gets stuck in in your skin, and then it, the bee pulls away, and the whole venom sac mm-hmm. st- stays, Yep. and it's attached to that stinger. And it you can see it, too, sometimes it'll... Once the bee's gone, and it's still pumping. Yeah, it's like it's pulsing. Oh venom man. Venom into your skin. Yeah. So yeah,
2: that's why you, if you have a credit card, yeah. scrape it off. Because like I used to hear, like I remember when I was a kid, it'd just be tweezers or something like that. But yeah. you don't want to use tweezers because that squeeze more. Yeah. Squeezes, put, pumps more venom into your body. Yeah, you want to scrape it yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. yeah we we The last few years in forestry, we've been going through that a bit more because, uh you you we're noticing more people with these um stinging allergies to hornets wasps bees whatever yeah and then we have the epipens of course too but you know epipens help but you still want to get as much of that venom out of you or you know stop prevent it from you know entering your body even so we we go through how to how to remove the stinger in the the proper way so they're like oh yeah you know just a common credit card is good well, usually when we're on a fire, we don't have yeah. a credit card, but we get what you're talking about, yeah. so we won't really get the semantics uh, in that argument, but yeah. it's always funny. It's like, oh yeah, I carry my credit card with me whenever I'm on a fire. You're not doing a lot of online shopping. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fire me, I right you? No, no, I need to buy these boots. You, know, just, just you calm down there. Yeah. We, can, we don't need to leave yet. Um, well, <laughs> this is a fun one. So Brendan is also a musician. Uh, he goes by the name of the, the Honey Cowboy. And you have two albums out right now. Uh, yeah. Are you coming up with a third this summer? Uh, not this summer. Um,
3: yeah, I'm not sure when the next one will be, but maybe, I, I can't, I can't really put a date on
2: it. Have you been doing a lot of writing or kind of just been chilling
3: out? I've been doing a little bit of writing. Okay. I wrote, well, I wrote a few songs for the wedding and then. Oh. And <laughs> so I haven't sweet. written too much since then, but. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, it'll, the time will come and I'll have an, a new album. Oh, right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, also, um, when Brent and I knew each other in high school, and I think I was graduated already and I was gone, but you know, we were friends on Facebook, and I'm friends with many. Like we, have, we have a lot of mutual friends too since we went to the same high school together with a, a population of the school of 300 people on average. Yeah. Yeah. So, you kind of know everybody and their dog. And uh, you had a band called Destination Dana which yep. I believe had seven members in it, including your brother, Ian.
3: Oh, I think there were just five of us.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you and had we the had retro the, jackets. Yeah, we had my, we had a
3: few old Grimshaw High School jackets from when my dad and my aunt and mm-hmm. uncle were in school. So mm-hmm. we had some of them.
2: And I think some Sheldon had his dads. Yeah. And then Brendan might've had, yeah, Fed uh, he might've know. had his mom's or dad's or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Fed might've had, I don't
3: quite remember the details, but. <laughs> We had these old jackets and slicked our hair, or we, we didn't slick it back, but we put it straight up.
2: Yeah. You had, had some very nice... nice and yeah. Everyone had aviators, too. Aviators, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty cool. I remember you guys were trying to be the band for your graduation, which would have been the grad class of 09. Yeah. Did that ever happen?
3: Yeah, we played... We played... The, I'm not sure if we just played one song or two songs, but at the ceremony... It was in the school gym, and yep. yeah, we did play a
2: song. Because <laughs> you had Grimshaw Graduation was one of your songs, Yeah. and then what were some other ones you had? Uh, Roma Drive Yep. was a song. That's, you recorded that one at the shop? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Every other one was, like, in a basement or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in my parents' basement. Um,
3: we had a couple cover songs we did. Mm-hmm. We did Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Most beautiful girl in the room. Yes, now. yeah,
2: yeah. And yeah, like uh, that's one thing I always compare your music to is kind of you do have some like more so serious songs, but a lot of your songs are very silly, but you know, the the music is awesome and the lyrics are just great. Like he's like, oh he rhymed that with that." <laughs> what a what a very clever clever man. Cuz like I, I, I when I was younger, I I, I liked to just dabble. Like, you know, I got bored or something like that. I'd just write a song that was kind of funny. And right. that's that's what I like to do. Like, I watched five of the concords I'm like, oh, I I dig this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's who would have thought that you could be funny and write a song? Because, like, you know, everyone thinks, like, oh, you have to write this ballad or this love song or something like that. It has to be totally sappy and all that yeah, crap. crap. Yeah. But, no, oh, it's like you can write a song and have it funny.
3: Yeah, and have good music, too. Yeah,
2: that's well, that's a big thing. Like,
3: the actual music part of it.
2: Yeah, because yeah. if, if you just say it then it's just poetry and that's that's not so cool compared to to actual songwriting that's what gets the girls right that's what gets you married (laughs) (laughs) or there's those
3: goofy songs that are just they're just and the music itself too is just cheesy too it's just sort of awkward to listen to but Mm -hmm. like flight of the concords their music is so Interesting, and, good. and they're very cool. good musicians yeah. too.
2: Yeah, good singers as well. Yeah, you knew that Brett McKenzie. He's actually in uh, Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah, I noticed that when cool. I was down south. was oh, sorry, down in New Zealand, somebody was telling me that. I'm like, oh,
3: how about
2: that? That's, that's <laughs> kind of neat. So, when did you decide to translate uh, your your new occupation, being a honey cowboy, into the music the musical aspect about being the honey cowboy? Well, it just kind
3: of gradually happened over time. Yeah. Um, well, I think the first time I called myself the Honey Cowboy it was just on my Facebook profile when I needed a, my position at, at Mighty Peace Honey. I, I just typed in Honey Cowboy, mm-hmm. and, then, <clears throat> and then I wrote a song or two about Honey, and and then I started calling myself the Honey Cowboy. So mm-hmm. it just sort of evolved. Was the,
2: it was the, was the all first song they eat more movie, honey? Really. Uh,
3: no. I wrote a few songs before that one. Okay. What was the first one? Oh, the first one was beekeepers Don't Work in the Winter. Okay.
2: <laughs> they don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I, I Coming, you know, visiting uh, you so many times and buying the honey and everything, and I was always able to get an album. I think you gave me the first one for free, but I bought the second one. Uh, Helping you out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So many songs are just hilarious. Like it's it's just really fun to listen to when you're on the drive and you can just laugh and enjoy the music at the same time. And man, like there's the one song you have. I'm going bald. Oh yeah. And. Which is funny, because you, you don't seem like you're going bald at all. Oh, well, not really. Is, is that more inspiration? Is it like one of your friends, or...? Uh, no.
3: Sort of. Well, looking at my grandfather and my dad. hmm Sort of. I feel like it's not too far down, mm-hmm. down the road. It always happens. Yeah. But you
2: know, the, the, the story is that it comes from the mom's side. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. So if, if you're looking at it that way...
3: Things are looking a
2: little <laughs> There you go. Yeah. And you, know, you don't just talk about uh, losing the hair, but, you know, getting the gut a bigger and a little bit slower yeah. and creakier and all that kind of stuff. That's right. And it's funny because that reminds me of one of my friends. Uh, we, we call him Slough, but his name's Nathan Foster, and I fought fire with him. But it, he cut his hair off. He he, <laughs> he did he did some drugs, <laughs> yeah. and he decided that it would be a good idea to cut his hair off. I think he was not uh, – he might not have been in Australia. Maybe I just remember him being in Australia but he had really long hair like down to his shoulders and just locks like kind of golden brownish locks and he just like did these drugs and he decided it was a good idea to cut his hair so he shaved the whole head off and then from there on in nothing grew back except like a little bit of hair at the back and The, the kind of the Ryan Gets laugh look and we right, just we yeah. were just laughing. It's just like, oh man. And so too bad. The, the I'm going bald <laughs> story is just like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's 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 Slew's uh theme song right there. Yeah. So yeah, I showed it to him he thought it was pretty funny as well. So
3: nice.
2: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So you've done a few shows. Uh I think you played Peace Fest. Uh Peace River uh music festival. Did you play there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I got to play there twice. Oh there, sure. you, there you go. go. Are you are you playing this year at all? No, no. Oh, okay. No. Didn't get to get you know uh, demanded to come back. Eh? No, <laughs> that's okay. Twice is pretty. Twice is pretty good. I'm and that, so. I, I I want to say that you'd played there too. I'm going to say the Bell Center, but not the Montreal Bell Center because that would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you play the Bell Center in Peace Server too? Yeah, quite a, quite a few times. There you I'm go. Yep. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I played. There's always. Lots of little gigs
2: around, around town here for, for solo musicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that, that's a, that's something that's really good. They got the under underground and the legions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and just even community events. Canada Day. There's usually
3: three or four different parties involved with that. Like mm-hmm. I've done last year. I had two on the same day, Canada Day, and <clears throat> yeah, there's always little events and
2: yeah. What's, what's the first away from you know, home that you've played? Like if you played in Edmonton or um, yeah, I've Grand had, Prairie or Calgary? I've had Calvary. a couple
3: gigs in Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I haven't really gone on any tours or anything. I remember my first year in Jasper, I was trying to convince the brew pub to right, have you yeah, come down. That would true. have been so much fun. I think people would have loved it because you know we have a honey ale. You could call the Jasper the Bear Honey Ale. And it's got a little bee on his nose. Yeah. I think that would have been perfect for you to come down no, and do that. And then we could have had like some cool t-shirt where it has that logo and then you at the same time or you hanging out with the bear. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have just been great. But it just didn't work out, I guess. Yeah, well. But uh, maybe another time we'll get you to go to the Legion or something. They're usually pretty game for you yeah. know, the solo artists yeah. and whatnot. Well, I think I, what I need to do is get you to go to some beer festivals. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to some of the boys there and we'll get you to come down there. And you can sell some honey as well. And You know, because any craft beer place, you know, they're, they're usually really big on the You know the the small local independent uh, companies too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The same, the same game.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That would be a lot of fun. I think it'd be nice to get a little band together for. For shows like that too yeah no.
2: well let me know like i, I, I I'm, I'm working on my harmonica skills and i've got oh, my man. mandolin as well and it's that's actually it. in my yeah. it's in my vehicle maybe we'll jam a little bit after Yeah, maybe we will. <laughs> <laughs> well we'll turn the microphone off for of that <laughs> he'll sound good i won't sound as good but no, no, yeah, no, no it's always fun like that's the whole reason i bought the mandolin is because we got so many musicians up north and yeah it's just it's just nice to have just so many different sounds, yeah. and then everyone's just hanging out and have fun. Doesn't, doesn't necessarily need to sound great, but just that harmony, and then yeah, di- different uh, sounds coming off. Just playing as a group, and exactly. Do you still yeah. jam with a lot of the boys here? Uh Yeah, there's a few people
3: around town here I I play with, and I still play with Ian quite a bit. Yeah, my younger brother.
2: Yeah, he he was on the keyboard from what I remember from the music video. Yeah, uh, does he still play the keyboard? Yeah, he still plays the keyboard. Okay, again, right on. So. Yeah, we jam. it.
3: I usually play the drums and sing, and he plays the keyboard. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on. So that's pretty fun. Right on. Yeah.
2: And oh, I was going to ask here. Do you uh, do you still play with Morgan Megs at all? Yeah. 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 What was the, what's the band name for that? The, the Bad Boys. The or? Bad Boys. Yeah. 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 That's awesome.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We usually do a show each summer and and play at the
2: <laughs> the old folks' home too yeah. once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always a good time with you guys. I've never seen a few videos on Facebook and you guys, uh, all that energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Morgan, he's got a lot of. He's got a lot of. He's the entertainer. Yeah. He has a lot of charisma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You stand to the side. You're like, uh, just take over the show. Uh, it's, really, it's really a lot of fun. He's, he's like the Jagger. You know? yeah, really, um, yeah. I'll
3: be Keith Richards. That's
0: fine.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just on your honey. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, well, we'll keep on with the music here. What was the other one I hear? Uh, do you have any, like, favorite shows in your mind? Like, maybe some bands that you just enjoyed seeing, and did you get to play with them, too, for, like, an encore session, or...?
3: Uh, I haven't done too much of that, playing with any bands mm-hmm. like that, but... Um, one show I really... When I think of one of my favorite shows, is Saw Five Alarm Funk... At the North Country Fair, Fair. uh much well, been, three or four years ago. Yeah. That was quite a amazing show.
2: That's in uh, that's near Juiceard, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good show.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. yeah it's pretty pretty uh, pretty fun time. That's like
2: that's awesome, man. I didn't know about that
3: one. Yeah, five alarm <laughs> funk, they well it's just a gigantic band. There's one section and like arcade j- fire. Two drummers and <laughs> yeah, just a whole bunch of it's, but they play funky kind
2: of. awesome dance, who doesn't like funk yeah funk is awesome gets you, gets you going man
3: <laughs> yeah yeah. any band that makes you dance is pretty fun
2: and what year was that?
3: Um, that's been three years ago two or between two and four years ago
2: <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny <laughs> like, 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 remember when you were in like, high school or junior high and just you knew the years and yeah. you knew like oh yeah that was two years ago that was that but as soon as like you get out of high school, and like maybe oh, let's say like two years out of high school, then everything just gets muddled together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like I try to think of my like, <laughs> when I traveled here or there or when I saw this, and I'm like, what year was that? God, just, yeah, like, I'm losing it. Everything's just like blurring into one. That's it. that's just adulthood, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess there's less things changing. Like when you're in,
3: in high school or junior high, when are you? You have a clean face
2: next year. You got a nice greasy mustache. Yeah, <laughs> so you, you remember those. Two. Well, that was 2013. I had the gross mustache yeah. that year. <laughs> you go with things about like what you looked like or who you were dating or something yeah. like that yeah. or Quite where you were living. Or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do, dating, do, do you still hope to do? Like, obviously, you don't. You're not putting the music to the side completely. like no, still, no. It, it's still there, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It, it, do do you hope to start making, like, some real income out of it, like, and doing some big tours? Like, like uh, this is probably a stretch, but maybe, like, one day Europe or across Canada or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I never really see it as a, as a source of income.
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, it's for fun. But
2: well, it's fun for everyone, like. But, like, going
3: on a tour would be fun, so. Yeah, oh, that'd be
2: great. <laughs> so. Well, maybe that's a honeymoon. Big road trip across Canada and just, like, phone some pubs ahead of time and
3: yeah that's a see see t- if,
2: see if they'll trade uh you know music for accommodation and some beer yeah well that's what I was thinking it would be fun one winter to go I could take my wife
3: and me just to go do a little road trip mm-hmm. even just through b c or something just play a few shows along the way
2: and a lot of those folk fest man they love those you know those filler guys They're like yeah jump up here they'll play five six songs you know to give the the other guys a, a Break and yeah, you know that's fun. It's fun. It gives you the free range of the festival, so you can do almost whatever you want. You just got (laughs) to remember to okay, I can't get too messed up for that that half hour session. But everything else, like (laughs) totally, I remember I was up in Yellowknife for, uh, Folk on the Rocks Music Festival, and they had a local band come up and play, and they were they were better than some of the other guys there. And they only they were only allowed to play three songs, I think, and they had those luchador masks on oh yeah and they rocked the house everyone loved them and they were just like they were jumping around thrashing around and stuff like it was kind of hard to rock it wasn't like speed yeah. metal or anything but they were having so much fun and they were from Yellowknife. knife and they're like oh man we're so happy to be playing before there's this one band from Quebec called Kodiak and then Kodiak was opening up for Sam Roberts oh yeah so they got to open up for the opener yeah opening for Sam Roberts <laughs> band which is pretty big deal yeah. <laughs> so they were so stoked, and then that's we saw awesome. them later on, and they were just having the greatest time yeah. of their lives. Yeah. Like to us, this is like, you know, the biggest thing of our lives right now. And yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. like I, I I see you doing like doing festivals and stuff because you just have that festival personality. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> just hanging out cuz you know people festival uh, just like what I was saying for the beer festivals people just love supporting those local and independent people and yeah. you know you got a great farm here and you got uh, you know and then you know I keep I keep sending the the local and independent beer to you so Yeah. Yeah, maybe exactly. maybe one day when I have my own brewery or meadery or whatever I have I'll be calling you up and be like I oh, need 10,000 more barrels of uh yeah. Mighty Peace honey. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> can collaborate yes sir yeah. oh then music too like oh i think i think this is like a really good business venture we'll have yeah. to talk about this more yeah that sounds. After, after more beer and whatnot yeah <laughs> um what are some of your favorite songs from your albums there that uh maybe uh you, when you're writing it you you're just like man this is so much fun or your friends really like it and they tell you so that kind of puts a special place in your heart more so yeah I don't know. It'd be hard to pick one generally throughout the
3: process of writing songs. It's like picking a favorite child, eh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, like, at at a certain point during writing each song, I really, I'm really all into that song. Mm -hmm. Like, that is my favorite song. Like, pretty much any, my favorite song is whatever song I'm writing at the Mm. time. Which is how it comes to be, basically. Because it feels good, and and it brings an energy to you that, that gives you, that powers you to finish the song, basically. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess looking back afterwards at the mall as a whole and trying to pick one, I don't know if I really could. And it's sort of a weird thing trying to write songs that people like or trying to guess if people will like them or not. Oh, man. It's same with beer. It's just... I, it's just like being a DJ at a party. Yeah. I just have no idea. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I play a song that I, man, I love this song. This is the best yeah. song. Yeah. And then people are just like,
0: oh, change the song. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, know.
3: Like you You're just, you're just
2: loving <laughs> the song, but it doesn't suit the vibe for everyone else. Like, yeah. You're killing the vibe, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an ode to one of his songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, a uh, funny story. Uh, I for my my graduating year when I was graduating '08, we had the truckers bond spiel right in Grimshaw and I, I had to they, they asked me to jump in there and uh DJ for the night and they gave me 150 bucks for, nice. for working five hours which I was pretty stoked about but they gave me a stack of country music oh, yeah. <laughs> and I do not know anything about country music like now I know a bit more because I've hung out with a lot of people and we have to listen to country music when you're in a, a, a four-man crew for firefighting. Like, yeah. everyone wants to have their turn playing their music. Yeah, But they gave me, and this is the day of CDs, we didn't have the iPod. Well, we we did have iPods, but they didn't give me one. And so I'm going through, like. Oh, God, I can't even think of the names, but like, say, like, Alan Jackson and Toby Keith and yeah. all these guys. And, like, I know the names, but I don't know any of their hits. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, we'll just put it on track seven. <laughs> one, yeah. Man, I got yelled at so much by drunk <laughs> truckers and country guys and oh, all these people. And, the wrong oh, man, they're just like, uh, like, I had some friends come over and it's like, just play, we've been working the trucker bomb spiel for years, They're like just play Sultans of Swing by Dire Straits on repeat <laughs> because they love that song or yeah. play this or that. Like there was like three CDs I knew. There was ACDC, Kiss, and what was the other one they had? Oh geez. I think they maybe there was a Rolling Stones CD in there. Right. So those are the three that I knew. Yeah. Everything else was just a crap shoot. I think <laughs> I, there, was, there was Shania Twain and my sisters love Shania Twain. So I knew what Shania Twain yeah. songs to play. Yeah. And that was when they got kind of happy, but most of the time they're just booing me. So it was definitely <laughs> that'd be a tough gig. I, I would say for five hours for 150 bucks doing that, it was I was underpaid significantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJ,
3: I, it's tough, yeah.
2: man. It's tough. It's real tough. It's yeah, real tough. tough. Yeah. Uh. For honey, there's obviously different styles. You know, you can have the more syrup texture. You have creamed honey. You have royal jelly. Like, do you have a favorite? And if so um you know maybe what do you like to have it on like what's your favorite way to serve it i'd say definitely my favorite honey
3: is honey in like crystallized form Mm -hmm. that's basically all honey if it's real honey it will always turn into crystallized form
2: so that's the most pure form of honey i think like when you say crystallized, like is that kind of like that? When I buy the bucket from you, and there's that little bit of white layer on the top. Oh, well, that's that's just a little bit of wax and stuff. Oh, okay. I still eat it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. The I'm just the underneath when it's yeah. solid. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, I know what you're saying now.
3: Yeah, yeah instead of liquid, rather. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's and um, clover, well clover alfalfa, the really nice white clear honey. Mm-hmm. I would say that's my favorite and i drink i eat a lot of honey and tea Most, yes mostly in the winter time yep
2: have three or four cups of tea a day
3: not so much in the summer but yeah
2: yes yeah, it's, it's really warm here yeah <laughs> yeah i get the indian summers going on in northern alberta yeah but i have it on toast once in a while
3: but mostly tea i'll put it in my coffee too instead of sugar
2: mm-hmm yeah and well, now you have it in his alcohol form. And now, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just great. dream of the day where I can supply you with constant amounts of mead, where it's just like, yeah, Brent Dixon, he's he's happy. He's got his mead. That you would know, be great. Good, good relationship between the Chalupa Brewery or whatever I call it and the, yeah. and the Dixon Farm. Yeah, I think we could have a pretty happy working relationship. Oh, man. You yeah, got yeah. two of the greatest things alcohol and honey. That just makes everything delicious. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say there? This happens a lot. Uh, It should almost be like the forgetful, awkward, throat (laughs) killer podcast there because I forget a lot of things too that I want (laughs) to say as well. Um, So your favorite honey. Uh, You're having tea. There's something that jumped into my brain. It's gone right now. Um, Oh, geez. I I almost like, because I have my my, my other question here, but I just want to jump back into that one. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I wanted to. Uh, here we go. This it came back to me all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting angry at myself, and that here reminded me this is an angry question. <laughs> so, being a craft brewer myself, I get really upset with macro brews, you know, like Budweiser Moles and yeah, stuff like that, because yeah. they don't take their time and they're kind of lying to the public and saying that it's still real honey. Uh, sorry, real beer. <laughs> I'm leading up to the question. do you, like, Who do you get mad at, and what do you get mad at about when you're farming and you're making, you know, um, you know, kind of a craft honey here. Uh, obviously, then uh, I've heard it in your songs before too, like refined sugar and honey and stuff like right. that. So, like, like bee, ma- uh, bee made is that like a main target from from you? That would be kind of like, oh, those guys. You know, you shake your fist at them in the grocery store.
3: No, I wouldn't say that uh, because we sell most of our honey to to bee made. Oh, sorry, bee made. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, bee made.
2: <laughs> no,
3: for us, we sell we do sell a lot of bulk honey. So. Mm. So, yeah, Bee, we, Bee Made is a co op of Alberta beekeepers in okay. Saskatchewan and Manitoba. I
2: feel really bad now. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> so, Bee Made is good. Okay, yeah. Bee Made is good. But, Bee yeah. Made is good, everyone. <laughs> but, yeah, I,
3: I'm. i <clears throat> Well, if I have to. Like, what well, you say, the macro breweries. As as far as the honey world goes, there's there's no. There's no real huge players like Bud, like Budweiser, mm. whatever. Aber, what is it called?
2: Anheuser Bush. Anheuser
3: Bush. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no big huge players like that. But one thing that sort of is too bad is people always like their honey liquid. Yeah. And it's so much better when it's just. <laughs> so oh man. The biggest thing with for for a small beekeeper or any size beekeeper is the Chinese um, and well, not just the Chinese, maybe there's other people, but they'll put sugar, they'll sell like watered down honey basically with yeah. syrup. Yeah. And that's the biggest
2: issue for, for beekeepers. And I believe that's right. what happened to the Asmysons. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. You may, you maybe, maybe I don't know. Um, yeah. From what I was told they, one of their main buyers was Honey Cheerios. Right, uh, they uh, honey. Cheers was buying their their honey from them, and I guess they went to a Chinese, yeah, uh, company or something like that. Some, well, they they can have such a cheaper price. Yeah, because oh, they can. well, they water it down, just yeah. like Budweiser and the macro yeah, brewers. Yeah. They actually do water their beer down.
3: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, one thing I was well today when I was thinking of what we might be talking about when you when you talk about macro breweries, I was thinking, well, it's more a, onto the music side of things. Mm-hmm like the being an independent musician is like being a small brewery totally yeah. and then there's the big the big guns like budweiser but then like the big pop stations and
2: yeah pop radio and C- certain radio just, stations in the peace river area <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want to name any names yeah <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah it's a very similar i see a lot of similarities in
2: like think I was just yeah. telling you. You know, you're thinking about like you're saying you're thinking about what people want to hear and listen to for a song and stuff. Even though that maybe it's a song that you love and you think it speaks right from your heart and you think it's just the greatest song ever and it's gonna get you a Juno Award or something like that. Yeah. But then you know nobody likes it. And they're like, <laughs> oh, he needs to go back to his you know original stuff and his old stuff. It's the same thing with brewing. Um yeah. You know, you'll you'll make a beer and it's like, oh man, it's got. It's a, all these hops and it's, uh, you know, it's triple IPA or yep. it's this Russian Imperial stout and then nobody likes it. They just want that oh, typical yeah. lager or, yeah. oh, why don't you make it like this and all that kind of stuff. So I can see where you, and it, with, with me, I've always tried to preach. It's like, you want to make a good beer, you know, like you want to make the best beer you possibly can that people will drink. So yeah. if it means that you have to take away from your, um, your craftiness, yeah. Uh, you got to sell that a little bit, you know, put that to the side, you know, push your, your, your product, something that you still agree with. Like if you don't want to make just boring bland lagers all the time, don't do that. Yeah. But you still want to make something that your customer going to drink, not with hibiscus flowers, rose hips and everything. And then try to sell that to a Northern Alberta market. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's typically that won't fly. You will do well with a certain group, but if your idea is to, you know, further yourself, then you're gonna to have to tap into your actual market. You know, yeah. it's not, it's selling beer in northern Alberta is much different than selling beer in Vancouver yeah. or Toronto. You know, so or Toronto since this is <laughs> an Ontario podcast mainly. So, so yeah, I, I, I totally know what you mean. Um, and and then another thing too is that for a lot of beers that we make with honey, because there are a lot of honey ales out there, I find that a lot of those honey ales they don't taste like honey. It Great. just tastes like really, really sweet stuff. Yeah. And that's because they're not using a real honey. Yeah. And I've always wanted to use your, your honey in a beer. Like th- I've been using it in mead, which is still pretty darn good. I, I, I like to think so. Well, it is good. <laughs> <yeah. It's very laughs> Thank good. you for that, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Um, but I've always just wanted to use it in a, in a real, uh, beer and to see how that goes with it. And you know, like what kind of flavor and, uh, mouthfeel that gives because yeah. i think it would just be phenomenal i really right. really really do but we'll see we'll have to see how that goes eventually yeah, that'd be really nice <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you know when i do that yeah. <laughs> i'll have to steal a few drums for me yeah it would have to be a barrel not so much just uh the little one because with um jasper brewing company we would for a 800 liter batch we would have to use oh geez how much i think 15 kilograms of honey oh yeah yeah so we would have to use something around there. And is that, is that the size of the big pail that I got, I get from you usually?
0: Uh, 15 kg. Uh, oh, there we pill. go. Too easy.
2: Yeah, and leading up to Brendan Dixon's uh, hit single here. That's right. Um, Yeah, I guess we can close it up with this last question, and see what else we talk about. Maybe after, if we have more things to say. But do you have any tips for hobby honey farmers at all? Like it's it's becoming a really popular thing. Yeah, I've been seeing in cities. You know, people are doing on their the roofs of apartments, uh, the backyards, and stuff. I remember seeing Edmonton trying to push for. um, You know hobby hunting, farming in their backyards then up north i see it all the time too so
3: yeah yeah <clears throat> i guess just education just the more you know the better beekeeper you'll be really what but a teacher answer yeah. <laughs> just read <laughs> <laughs> but the hobbies seem to be pretty good at forming groups like getting together and and learning from each other mm-hmm. yeah. so that's that's good to see yeah there's definitely a lot more of them. They're yeah, just, they're just popping up everywhere. It's good to see. Which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a very interesting hobby to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, as long, as just education basically. The more you know, the better you can take care of your bees, and mm-hmm. and you don't have to. If you don't, if you take good care of your bees, then you don't have to worry about your bees harming your neighbor's bees. In any way, like with spreading disease and um, oh yes, yes, and stuff like that, so yep. or even bothering swarming into your neighbor's house or something, mm-hmm. yeah, so <clears throat> as far as I can tell, they seem the hobbyists seem to be doing a pretty good job of getting together and mm-hmm.
2: having lots of meetings, and
3: so that's so all good very right well.
2: well i'll I'll see if uh Anthony gets any emails about uh more questions or anything and I'll give you a text and I'll send it back to him and then we can just jump those in but yeah because <laughs> you, you never know like we have yeah. listeners from um you know South America and Europe oh, yeah. and the Middle East and uh, like all, different parts of Asia even the, even the states thoroughly too so nice yeah yeah like um I guess we have a really strong following in New Jersey for some strange reason. but oh, no, eh? That's awesome, you know. Hey, Devils have made a lot of you know
0: yeah.
2: huge pretty acquisitions. So that's pretty good. Maybe you guys will Taylor bounce Hall. back from last year. Oh, Taylor Hall, <laughs> <laughs> Brendan's a big Oilers fan, just like me too. There's actually um, with with Anthony. He's from Toronto. He's a big, yeah. he's a huge Maple Leafs fan, really? and I'm the big Oilers fan. Yeah. And so we'll talk about hockey and everything too. And I I went to I went to go visit him. And uh, a bunch of his buddies, and we did a few podcasts. And I just felt like I was getting ganged up on by all these Leafs fans. Oh, yeah. They're making fun of me, and I'm like, "Well, you guys suck too for a long time, but, but we're all buddies, obviously." But yeah, they, how, how happy are you with the Oilers just turning it around like this last year?
3: Yeah, it's
2: it's sort of surreal. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to believe it actually happened. Like I remember I was in grade ten watching the playoffs when they did the cup run, the unbelievable cup run, and then. Just didn't happen ever again. Yeah, <laughs> until even, until now. Not even close. <laughs> no, not, nowhere, nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. But yes. you know, like we got, we got McDavid coming up with his contract. We got Dry Settle coming up with a contract. And people are always saying, like, oh well, you know, if you sign these guys, you're gonna have to trade these other players. And yeah, it's really crappy. But at the same time, it's almost kind of good that we have so much talent yeah. that we can move some pieces if we need to. You know, yeah. like, like if that's our biggest problem, <laughs> I'd rather have that be our problem than not making the playoffs for 10 well, years.
3: For the other teams that were in a similar situation, like, they have to pay big money to two guys. Yep. Chicago and Pittsburgh. Yeah. They've each won three yeah. cups. Oh, and, well, and then <laughs> there was
2: Detroit, too, with Datsuk and Zetterberg yeah, as yeah. well. Nope, there's, doesn't there's seem like a bad the Perry problem. and Getzlaff, you know. Yeah. Then Philadelphia, when they had uh, Richardson Carter... They went to the final. They didn't win a cup, but uh, yeah. they, they they had some success. And then <laughs> both of them got traded. Hopefully, that's not the same way we go. But yeah, no, I I think it's gonna be exciting times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love it. It's exciting this year. Did you go to any games last, this last winter? No, no. Are yeah. you gonna? You better be going to one here coming up. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I haven't
3: even been in the new arena yet. Maybe,
2: Maybe you'll be now. the new uh, anthem singer there.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be all right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> They, they're getting all... You don't even need to sing at all. You just hold the microphone that to the, everyone else. They yeah. sing. There yeah. you go. Your Doesn't job's even done. You to
3: be the Canadian one.
2: Yeah, exactly. was <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was so wild that we like It was like... You know, think about it. Yeah. Okay. If you got the tune in your head, you can kind of sing the words enough. But yeah. the whole friggin' arena just sang the, whole, the American a- National Anthem. <laughs> all the Americans are like, what? We don't know <laughs> the Canadian National Anthem. Yeah. That, I don't think I can... Well, you just just
3: sing along it doesn't have to be the right words I guess well yeah you try You
2: try. like I guess the people that are more confident are singing louder than you yeah that's right they, they know the words I suppose but I know the first line it's kind of it's kind of like um, what's the what's the song One Week by Naked Ladies oh yeah you know <laughs> yeah. they go like really fast and you're like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's the one part you know and it's like oh yeah I know that part <laughs> yeah the best parts of road trips alright well we're gonna wrap this one up how long have we been going for? I haven't checked. Oh, just over an hour. That's usually how we market. Perfect. Right on. Uh, Brendan, did you have any uh, last words or any suggestions? Oh, you know what? I almost forgot. iTunes. We can find you on iTunes, right? The, oh, the yeah. Honey, the Honey Cowboy.
3: Yeah, I've got... The, just search The Honey Cowboy on iTunes.
2: And, and it. there's the two albums there?
3: Two albums, yeah.
2: Okay, right on.
3: And I also have a bandcamp dot Honeycowboy.bandcamp.com. And what's that for? It's It's... It's similar to, you can download music and buy music. It's sort oh, Bandcamp, like,
2: okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, you have a Bandcamp where people come in and you teach them about, <laughs> teach them about music and honey? And no, just the website, <laughs> yeah.
3: And there's even a third album on Bandcamp, just like, that I recorded. It's just five songs.
2: Oh, okay. So, yeah, you'll have to try to, like... secret one. you have to... <laughs> Hero thought you were going to, like, have, like... um. This band camp thing, and you're going to tell people about, the, you know, music and then honey. Yeah. So, like, the bass and the bees or something and like that. A, <laughs> so, the birds and the bees. Yeah, we have a field day during the day, and then at
3: night we have a little music festival. There you go. Yeah. And a a everybody, bit of drinking. Everybody stays in cabins. A <laughs> bit of zucchini cake. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. learn a little bit of Spanish, too. Yeah. There right you on. Go. All That'd right, sweet. So, uh band camp, and it's... uh it's,
3: HoneyCowboy.bandcamp.com.
2: There you go, and then iTunes. Just look up the Honey Cowboy, and then if you're ever in Northwest Alberta and between Grimshaw and Peace River, look up uh, Mighty Peace Honey. Get yourself some delicious uh, creamed honey. It's a good time, and maybe chat with uh, the Honey Cowboy himself. He, he's yeah. he's pretty tall. I gotta look way up. <laughs> it's like the friendly giant. All right. Any any last words at all? Oh, thanks a lot for having me. Thanks for sharing your mead with me, that was great. Yeah, yeah, well hopefully uh, we have a few more badges, but I'm hoping to do a, a rhubarb Saskatoon one. Well, that'd be good. And then I really wanted to, for a while now, my dad had this old recipe for a dandelion wine. Oh, I yeah. almost reckon that you could do a pretty decent dandelion uh, mead. I, I oh. need to do a bit more research into it, and I want to, because mead is already so sweet as it yeah. is, with all the honey and, uh, yeah. you know, just that, that's already a, a huge sweetener. You almost need to make sure you balance it out with some, some other flavors right, too. Right uh i did brew a ginger pear one a little while ago and uh we used clove in it too but there's a bit too much clove oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very powerful in the clove flavor so i'd love to do ginger and pear again because i love the taste of pear and like ciders and meads and yeah, i really yeah. love ginger yeah. as well so much ginger. it's is so so good um but yeah 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 so yeah maybe next time i'm down i'll bring some more mead hopefully and you know, I still sure. got to pay you off for the you know that great deal on the, on the honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The mead is a good. We can just trade straight. Up. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, mead sir. Mead for honey, if you like. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. But yeah, um, listeners, you know, eat eat more honey. That's another one of yours. his his singles. Uh, honey, it's a uh, what 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 is the word I'm looking for? Uh, antiseptic. Yeah. If, if you if you, you got a yeah, cut on your pinky. Other, yeah, put it put it on. Yeah, it helps heal it up. It, it it's a preservative. It's it's a preservative itself. I it, it never goes bad. Yeah, as long as it stays dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah so and it, it helps sore throats. It's you know it it you know it, it, if you're feeling sick, it's pretty good for you. Like that's what they say. Yeah. 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 So that's what some people say. Well, you know, <laughs> you just see the the, the health thing about um, how there's they're, they're trying to take away the coconut oil as being a good thing. Right. Yeah, because it's so, so full of fatty acids and all that kind of crap or whatever. <laughs> I, I didn't read the whole article, but all I was saying is that it's not as good for you as people think. Right. But I still believe that honey is just probably one of the best things on the planet that you can get from some organism on the earth. It's got to be it, you know, super good for you. Yeah. Well, I'll have to agree. It yeah, sells yeah. itself, man. It sells <laughs> itself, true. especially if you put it in with alcohol. Anyway, yeah. we're rambling now. All right, thanks a lot, they're not our 30th podcast listeners. This is uh, the Awkward Throat Clear. clear. Again, just (laughs) getting a mouthful of uh, honey. (laughs) Uh, This is Aaron Schluba saying thank you for listening and hope you guys have yourself a great summer. Brendan? Thanks a lot for having me on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He's one one for repetition. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, Stay tuned for more episodes. Cheers.
0: Look at you girl, I get a wobble in my knees Shaking inside my long blue jeans They won't stay still as long as you're in the room I turn into a wobbly man around you You think I'll be over my boyhood doom But I turn into a sweaty man around you around.